0: Welcome back to There Are Four Hosts. As always, there are four hosts. I am one of the four hosts. Uh, My name is Sabrina. You can find me at VoidCatGaming on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram.
1: And I am another one of the hosts uh, that she speaks of. I'm Michael. You can find me at four hosts on Twitter.
2: And I am three of four. I mean, one of the the other hosts. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I am Jonathan. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Just Average
3: Jay. I am Keith Justice. You can find me always looking up at Keith Justice on, (laughs) wait a minute, or uh, Instagram. Um, My Twitter is really bad, so you probably don't want to go there. Okay. I don't think much is posted there except for my Instagram, so you might as well just go to Instagram.
0: Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Also, do I now have permission to refer to myself as one of four? Then, because that's great. 204.
2: Hello, I am <laughs> one 204. of four. Oh, I am two oh four. I thought you'd like that.
0: Michael claimed two of four. Joe's three four. I'm four four o four. Prefer, You're prefer,
1: go by four. That's four. Like you want to go by four? Yes. What uh,
0: about four squared?
1: Oh, yes. And what about Johnny Johnny five? Do we have Johnny five?
2: alive johnny five alive there's only four hosts yep okay okay okay. therefore
3: we can never have guest hosts yeah (laughs) screw
1: them
2: all the all the young people would have no idea what johnny five even means
1: (gasps) i know it's sad
2: it is sad i mean if parents
3: don't love their children they don't
1: (laughs) i love that answer keith yes that is correct
2: (laughs) if they hate (laughs) life and their children they will (laughs) um
0: Uh, uh anyway hi yeah today we're uh covering uh lower decks episodes we uh are gonna do two and three today because three's mm. already come out uh by the time we're recording this our <laughs> <We're> bad friends <laughs> life happens um we're gonna talk about episode two first and then three and then we'll talk about general feelings about how the show's going so far so shall we start with two um i feel like with this show, it be fun we just like talk about the before credits scene Mm. the before the intro scene because it's like Mm. a separate joke right Mm -hmm. like that Mm. that's what it's like with comedies so Mm. a floating blue orb shows up supplicate yourselves (laughs) and then she forces him to like make her like a super high-tech gadget and then he goes to attack something else and he just like poofs out on her mom well he yeah (laughs) (laughs)
2: he attacks the captain and then is gone (laughs) (laughs) dies
3: yeah, uh, because I'm how I am. Uh, I mm-hmm. I was like, this on paper is great, and how me and my friends joke. None of the jokes landed with me, and I was I was like, I tried to smile, and I was trying to like get myself to it, and I was like, man, these they like I don't know, like uh, they're like too obvious or too plain, where you go directly mm-hmm. to make me some whiskey. <laughs> you're ineffectual now. You're gone. Like okay, okay, I get, I
1: get, I get it, I get it. Mm-hmm i'm st- i'm struggling with my love for you keith i just want to i'm right so now. sorry <laughs> oh my god <gosh>. once again <laughs> like, like we're we're in sync on so many it? things cobra kai you know like i just 80s like movies. i just 80s Maybe movies, Yeah, y-
0: you just have very different requirements for satire yeah,
1: oh, yeah that's true yeah i, I guess like yeah. when it
3: comes to my um enjoyment of humor like i like unexpected left hooks where like I don't know the exact thing that's going to happen next. Where this is mm-hmm. just like, I can tell with the tone of the show. Like, they're going to, oh, okay, they're going to just make fun of it and it's going to week out and that's it. Versus mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden, like, I guess for me, it would have been funny if like one of the characters is suddenly killed and like you never see the first ever again. Like that would have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have, yeah. that would that, that would crack me up and like, Still, left by and not job.
0: even someone in a red shirt, like yeah. a scientist, like
3: like one of the main characters we've been following up to this point. You're like, whoa, 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 that'd what? be funny. And hold on, yeah. excuse me. Oh, I don't want that to happen because I so far right. on paper I like them all, but to me, mm-hmm. the unexpected joke of like you know not taking it back, that shock is funny to me. Versus,
0: yeah, yeah, just, yeah, I see what you're You know, you're I,
3: I can see the start and beginning of the joke when it happened.
1: I gotcha.
0: All right, Michael, what's your opinion?
1: <laughs> well, I have, never mind. So many things are going through my head. So Keith's saying that he likes smart humor, right? And everybody else likes dumb. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No. no um,
0: I'm not I, mediating I, this fight right now. Uh,
1: <laughs> feel, no, Keith, I like Keith knows I have nothing humor. but love. I mean, I have nothing but love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's, um, I, I found the second episode just as funny as the first. I mean, I'm a <laughs> huge fan since episode one. Um, I, I think it's hilarious. Um, I love the animation. Like I said, like I said before, I love seeing our like the TNG style animated. You know the L cars and the ships mm. and everything. I love it. So um, I love that. I agree. with Yeah. You there. Well, there you go. There you go. When sure. I'm looking at the <laughs> screen, th-
3: I'm seeing lots of visuals. So I'm like, yes, this is what I've wanted to see for years.
1: And then they open their mouth. You're like, God damn it. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to so get Star Trek guys.
0: paint. The Star Trek paint is excellent. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it is,
3: and that's not nothing that's exactly. not nothing yeah because that's I've spent like decades of not getting this and finally except for mm-hmm. star trek online they get it to me mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah finally we're
0: star trek online is made by a bunch of nerds mm-hmm. yeah like i say this <laughs> level, like clearly hell yeah i am the biggest nerd, but yeah they're, they're truly nerds like yeah
2: they're they're one of us they are us Mm-hmm. Did you have
0: something to say about the, the floating orb scene specifically, Michael? Or just like in general, you wanted um, to defend the episode?
2: I,
1: just in general. That was my, my mini rant for right now. All
0: right. That's good. <laughs> jaded, uh, jaded.
1: Jaded. <laughs>
2: jaded. Shout, <laughs> out. Jade. No, shout J- out to Jaded. Shout out
0: to Jaded. <laughs> uh, he doesn't. Yeah. Listen, okay. <laughs> J- Jay, did you have an opinion about that scene? He's not. You know, I
2: thought it was hilarious. I love that Mariner was like, get over here. Give me that tube. Give me that tube. <laughs> Come here. I got you. It's like wait, wait, no, no, no. Okay, bluff called, bluff called. I'll grant you a wish. I mean, <laughs> it's like I just love that she like was like, oh, I know what this is. Hold on, Ugh, get over here. Like you know, she like mm. no fear. Just was it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I do, I do like the no fear bit of it. I,
0: I uh, kind of wish it was a little more like. Uh, it, I, I'm fine with her being like Starfleet, being obsessed with the rules is dumb, but like the 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 morals of forcing that thing oh ah, it's evil anyway so give me the the thing and batteries <laughs> ah you're dead now i'm a little iffy
2: yeah huh. i mean i understand that i
1: understand <laughs> well it is a cartoon though but yeah, yeah I understand.
0: <laughs> right, right, right so this is gonna be our usual brute the two of you are gonna be like you're thinking too hard about it and the two right. of us are gonna be like you're not thinking about it hard enough <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough <laughs> So like or I guess like right.
3: um however you actually enjoy it, that's as much as you need to think about it. Or if you want yeah, to right. you can I don't know. Like it's, like I try not I don't want to put anybody's opinion down. I want us to all be they're all equal. It's just
2: that I
1: yeah, need, like, I I, need I mean, certain I, things I I respect your opinion, Keith. It's just frustrating to me, that's all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're all we're all equal not... but but I'm I'm the most right. I'm more just equal. Kidding. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm right below Jay as far as right.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's J, then me, then I whoever. I love
2: <laughs> the opening <laughs> music. Hey! Love the opening
1: music. There you go. That yeah. is good music, Keith. Um,
2: yeah. I've, I've actually mentioned this before. The soundtrack, like the background music for the episodes is amazing. Like, the, yeah. music, oh, yeah. the music is so top-notch. good.
0: The sound effects are a little interesting because, like, some of them are Voyager and some of them are to, TNG and some yeah. of them... Or DS9.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the uh, combination of the looks and the music and the humor is just short of being as good as the Orville.
1: (laughs) Crickets.
2: crickets. And uh, sorry, there, and sorry. There's, I, there's the sorry. There's the Orville <laughs> that's a, reference. There's the Orville reference for you this episode, eight guys. Eight minutes, eight minutes had to and 30 be said. seconds.
1: Truth
3: had eight to minutes and 30 yeah, seconds. It's a, to a, get, a to record. Get you last eight, in,
1: eight yeah. minutes, yeah. <laughs> Trying to help you people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. So I just have one more thing I wanted to say about that, like, thinking uh, not hard enough, thinking too hard about this. It's not a choice, how hard we think about a thing it's just like naturally the the way that our brains function Mm -hmm. so inevitably it's going to be different for everyone but Mm -hmm. like
3: it's whatever life experience brought us to this point there's no right
0: or wrong but it does make it harder to enjoy things if you think more.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I understand. Obviously, we're not...
0: <laughs> I'm not like, saying that's yeah. a good thing. I do yeah. wish I could enjoy things more so easily. I so want saying, to turn my brain off more often.
1: Because Jay I and I that. think less. We enjoy things more. I think, well, yeah. I think that
3: uh, different life paths lead you to needing to think more wanting to think more right. about certain things and like mm-hmm. when it comes to like music uh i am i am the bad guy when it comes to music like how people see m- movies it, it frustrates me and if you heard me talk out loud about music uh i would horrify people um <laughs> because like I, I don't care that much um like back in the day when people were like oh my god limp biscuits terrible i'm like is it or Britney mm-hmm. Spears is not that talented. I'm like, are you sure? I love her <laughs> music.
0: And it is, like, specific to not just, like, in general, like, my brain is always going, but, like, um, thinking about, because I have training in writing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I- in uh, acting, like, thinking about the processes that got yep. them there. I'm definitely not saying it's better. Like, I wish, I I think... It's root of our society to to like s- imply that one thing is better than the other. When really, like, whatever makes you happy is great.
3: Yeah, it's I like, wish yeah. I could <clears>
0: throat> not throat> be analytical all the time. I just I yeah. can't not. There are people but who but you consume. Understand. There
3: are people who you consume would- like lots of music, and like they can't help but become analytical. That's that's their passion. That's their love, and they understand like how music's made at all. I don't like if I hear music. Usually I always say it's good because I can't do that. So it must be good. But like, I remember when like Latoya Jackson came out and she started doing her music and people were like, "Oh
2: my god, it's terrible." I'm like, "Right, is it? Really?" Is it? <laughs> it's like well, I it's, couldn't do that. It's the whole ignorance <laughs> is bliss thing. You know what I mean? Like right. the less mm-hmm. you know, the more you can just tune tune it out and just just pay attention. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. what I was going to say though is is like obviously I hope you and Keith know we're not like, coming after you for that stuff. Like, I enjoy that you're analytical and that you you, you think... I actually am. No, kidding. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I, I, I'm not, I d- like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, you're... Like, I, I hope I never come off as, as sounding like... You don't. Oh, no, I, you don't. Like, I'm right. I, I just you're want wrong. to make
0: sure that okay. I'm not coming off as mm-hmm. elitist by being like, it's better to think more. I'm not right. saying that. No, I'm don't just don't saying, go. like, I can't shut the analytics yeah. off. Yeah. And if and I then, could, I, I would be able to enjoy things more easily. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and I'm just giving
1: shit. So. Yeah, I'm I sure. don't enjoy okay. music less
3: because other people think about it more. It's just right, still exactly. good to me.
2: Well, and yeah. you, you talked about life experiences and stuff. And I think the way that I'm wired is because of my life experiences. And I, I can take a step back and... and to, turn turn off the thinking because I I had to when I was younger like that was the only I'm way for jealous me to make it of to make it that skill, Well, even yeah. if it was yes a no, I mean developed
0: in an unfortunate circumstance. Yeah.
2: but the, yeah. the problem with that though is that now it's not something that I have full control of. So there are oh, things yeah. that I should pay attention to more that I don't because mm-hmm. uh, you know um uh, you could call it airheadedness, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what it is. Like I just don't. I have focus issues because of mm. because mm. of that. So that's why it's mm-hmm. easy for me yeah. to just sit back and enjoy stupid funny. Because I'm not yeah. a, you know what I mean? To have like, a great yeah. time. And, and that's I mean, yeah. but again, that's all of our, our life experiences and they, they kind of make us who we are. And that's what makes Absolutely. this podcast balanced. You know, I mean Amen. we have different experiences, different backgrounds, different viewpoints, um, different lives. So that that's why yeah. I, yeah. I value all of you. So much.
1: I mean, it's amazing. Oh, I value too, buddy. Right back at
0: Wait, you. how wild that you can encounter so many different opinions if we go outside of our own bubble. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? like my,
3: my <laughs> tough childhood uh, required me to get away from the difficulties and then study, like writing, like the, the, the structure, how it's mm. made. Like de- delving mm-hmm. deeply into that, you know, filled my soul up and made me find mm-hmm. something beyond like the difficulties that I was experiencing as a kid. So,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And let me use that to segue. Um, I, like Keith just described, used imaginary worlds to uh, keep myself going when I wasn't interested in the world I was living in. See? You know, like when I was a high schooler. So, um, as I've talked about before in Star Trek roleplay, I get very, very, like, obsessive about the rules mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I feel like this is kind of kicking me in the ass because one of the things I was very specific about was this is the military. If you go into one thing, you're staying in that thing. If they spend 10 years training you to do like one division, you're not going to just like joke off to another division because you feel like it.
2: Right. Right. Which is so the
0: entire plot of this episode for Rutherford. (laughs) I was just like, okay, I see what you're doing, but I hate you. (laughs) But for me, I'm I'm with you on like
3: rules and structure. But when the way I see the Star Trek world is that um, it seemed like everyone is base level genius uh, compared to what we are now. Therefore, all of them can potentially and more easily just change a career if they wanted to. That's how I see it.
0: Sure. Which is the thing you could do as a crewman, but you need, like, very specific training in, like, procedures. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn an entire new set of procedure if you're going to switch divisions. like
1: that. Present-
3: yeah, the way I see Star Trek, in present day I understand what you're talking about, but the fantasy of how I see Star Trek makes it so that it's possible for okay. them to do it easier,
0: quicker. That's cool. My fantasy disagrees with you. No, no. I get you. Um, I get you. I I see where you're coming from, because, for example, we find out that, like, quantum physics is just something that they study in high school. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, in theory, they would have the knowledge to switch between any of them. But, like, uh, if they spend all of this time training you in security, security is about, like, reteaching your body's instincts. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, that's cool, but I decided I'm going to do science instead. Like, how frustrating.
3: (laughs) Nope, I I, I hear you and I agree with you.
2: Speaking of security... That was my favorite part when he was just The, the Bears out. He was like, You're 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 born bred for you're born for this. He's like, Okie dokie <laughs> <laughs> He just annihilated all the Borg. He was like, Okie dokie. You mean the smorgasborg? <laughs> the smorgasborg. The smorgas oh. oh. borg. a yeah. yeah. I didn't uh, like that scene. It was so funny. Um, um
0: so I was I was annoyed by the rules kind of breakage there, but what I did appreciate was how uh super supportive and uh positive everyone is of of Rutherford in general, just like every time they're like, Oh, you wanna do that? That sounds fantastic! <laughs> yeah, You're gonna do your great! <laughs> Woohoo! I was like, That's very Starfleet of them. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I know.
3: Very That's cool. Star Trek how it should be. Um mm-hmm. I there's yeah. a small nitpick I heard where I heard them say ducks too much instead of saying Jeffrey's tubes.
0: Mm. Ducts. Yes.
3: I was like, the Jeffrey's tubes. I like, I like hearing Jeffrey's tubes. I don't, and like, I still have not done the one click of research it needs to me to do to find out why they call it Jeffrey's tubes. I like not knowing, um, but just like uh-huh. hearing it said. I'm just like, yes, Jeffrey's <laughs> tubes.
2: They're the tubes that belong to Jeffrey. Mm. Who is Jeffrey? I have no idea. He but probably they're Jeffrey's designed tubes. all of them. He lives yeah. He lives in the tubes. Just don't worry about it. Right. If you, if you he lives him run, in the steam
1: tunnels.
3: We need yeah. two <laughs> starships. And this guy named Jeffrey just came through. And like we just never turned back.
0: <laughs> Each ship is actually equipped with A one Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> I know. in <laughs> 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 awesome. the tubes. <laughs> That's amazing.
3: <laughs> just, anyway, like, so... The system works.
0: <laughs> let's just do it by storyline. Let's talk about Rutherford's storyline uh, mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. So the bears were your favorite, huh, Jay?
2: Well, I just love that Borg scene. I Obviously, I hate seeing, oh, the, Borg I hate seeing the Borg get annihilated, because obviously I love Borg. But um, <laughs> it still was funny that he was just like, okie dokie! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just, he's such a funny character, you know? I love it. Yep, just gum mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> with the flow. Yep. Um, in, in a point, like, to the point where it's almost a weakness, you know, like, he he's just like, "Oh, I must change all my plans to match other people's plans." And then she's like, "You were not changing jobs for me, were you?" Uh. Nope. No. I would never do that.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> it's just it was it was funny how bad he was at uh like uh the medical. medical? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. supposed to calm him down. Think about the warp core. I got burned by the warp core. So you should be dead, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm. Uh, see, that, I loved it when he was yeah. when he tried command. and There was like a shout out to Riker um, when they were like, you know, nothing compares to a firm hot pulse of a joystick in your hand. I was like, oh, okay, yep, yep. yep. Next,
0: um, I, I actually wrote down there the firm hot pulse of a joystick in your hand. Command is this JJ Kirk or Riker?
1: Did Riker actually say that? He didn't Why? say that, but he used the, he used the joystick okay. in like interaction, I think, yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Which is ridiculous in and of itself, but. Yeah. I um, yeah,
3: I, I guess it, it is. It, to me, it always makes mo- the most sense. Like, I always wonder, how are they doing these maneuvers by just typing?
0: How are they doing this? Yeah, <laughs> there's actually a tracker pad. We just never see the music,
3: right? <laughs> um, on paper, uh, once again, I suck. Uh, on paper, I I like this um storyline for the cyborg guy, um, jumping between job to job and. I feel like it should have for me uh, unleashed a lot of great humor um, and said it gave me pleasant smiles and, and nodding and then just too much of for some reason, I could like once again, this episode, I could see the beginning and end of all the jokes and so I, I didn't get an actual laugh out loud moment. Um, mm. I will say that I loved their design of the engineering set. That is a gorgeous mm. engineering section, mm. so that I did like mm-hmm. a lot. Cool, nice. Oh, and a note that I can't remember what part I am talking about. Um, the scare. Uh, there's a jump scare that actually made me jump. I can't
2: remember mm, what happened. Really? You guys, remember? I don't
0: no. remember that. Mm-hmm. A jump scare.
2: I do mm. not. No. Nope. Huh. One thing right, I want to, well, yeah. One thing I want to bring up, but this is actually the next episode. I just want to bring it up so it, so it, cause I, so I don't forget. Is uh, we're speaking about Riker. And I love how the commander in the next episode does the Riker maneuver a few times. Oh. Which one? oh! You know <laughs> the leg up! He does
0: <laughs> he does the Riker maneuver, but he does the Kirk maneuver too yeah. where he rips his shirt off. Andy, Andy, uses that's what I'm saying. He's double, like double a Kirk. Fists.
2: Yeah, double. He's yes. like two Kirk, JJ Abrams Kirk,
0: <laughs> yeah. Riker combo
2: yeah we'll no, get I know we're we're getting there I know I just i i like we're talking about Riker and I just don't want to forget that <laughs> yeah
0: uh, we won't all right all right we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about the commander next episode yeah, yeah don't you worry um <laughs> Michael do you have anything to say about Rutherford
1: um I thought the storyline I mean it was it seemed kind of like silly that he was changing all the jobs but I liked I liked that he was doing that and I liked getting to see him in different um uh, scenarios so that was kind of cool mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: not just. No bedside matter whatsoever. Right. Yep. Um. Anything else about Rutherford? No. Pretty much mm. covered it.
3: I'm finding that on this episode, I don't have a lot of notes. I didn't take that much. There's mm-hmm. nothing. There wasn't that much that connected for me to think about or talk about. And a lot of my notes are talking about what I think about fiction is. <laughs> that's like the majority of my notes where I was watching mm-hmm. this um, YouTube channel called Accented Cinema and he pointed out, like, I keep on searching for, like, why don't I like a certain thing? And he pointed out something, like, where certain creations that I fall in love have fallen in love with throughout time, they came, like, they exploded from someone's heart and mind. And, like, this mm-hmm. person has been thinking their life on this thing for so long, and it just, it burst from their mouth and hit the screen. And then that's what gets me engaged. Versus then it gets owned by a corporation, and then this corporation hires someone to then recreate someone else's voice and it looks, ends up looking like a product to me instead of Mm -hmm. um, a genuine creation. So Mm -hmm. that's what's been bothering me a lot. So I'm not seeing enough of like someone's true love of space, astronomy and spaceships. I'm seeing like another thing I remember in, in high school, like where I had some friends who could draw and like they could draw like some amazing things and then like I'd beg, 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 can you draw 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 this for me, please, please, please? And they do, and I could notice and feel and see it on the on the paper that it wasn't as good as what they normally draw. And mm-hmm. because
0: Because it's the thing you want, another thing they wanted.
3: Yeah, they're doing it by request mm-hmm. versus like mm-hmm. something exploding from their soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that. Um, yeah, there's one thing I have to say to that, and that's most of the notes that I have on this episode are, this is a reference to this, this is a reference to this, this is a reference to this, this is a reference to this.
3: Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I got to say about that. Another mm-hmm. snooty, one other snooty thing, I apologize once again for any kind of pretentiousness that comes out of my mouth. Um, when it comes to references, like uh, I, I've been listening to podcasts from Michael Rosenbaum where he like, interviews all these like uh nerd stars that I've liked throughout time. And he interviewed James Gunn. And like there's like this uh feeling I've always gotten from Guardians of the Galaxy that's more Star Wars than new Star Wars has been. And mm-hmm. uh he said out loud why. Because when he went to make Guardians of the Galaxy, he was like, I didn't want to make Star Wars. I wanted to make something for a kid what a kid would like who saw Star Wars. And mm-hmm. what you see on the screen is his genuine love of Star Wars but being recreated from that love. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm. And I'm not seeing enough of like recreation from genuine love versus a corporation says, we need a cartoon and we need to freaking appeal to this. The demographic has been asking for all these specific things go. Mm-hmm. And once, uh, and then lastly to not be such a downer, I do keep thinking that because of the, all the elements they have, it it's possible for it to actually start turning into something that I will like,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm and scene. Uh, uh, All right. Well, let's talk about the other, the plot A, actually, because I think Rutherford was plot B.
2: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: plot A being uh, the escort mission. <laughs> uh, let's start with the intro uh, of uh, this mysterious person that somehow Mariner knows because Mariner's done everything and been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you know each other? Off the books, grey ops shit. Back in the day, what day? We're the same age. <laughs> uh, let me just say that's an interesting way to do a Dax reference. Um, <laughs> hmm.
2: I didn't even I didn't even pick that up, but yeah, you're right. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Michael, what did you think about that scene?
1: I didn't, yeah, I didn't get the Dax reference either, but that was, yeah. You know, I just, I just love Mariner in general.
0: Um, oh, well, well, let's talk about the scene in general.
3: How is the da- how is it a Dax scene? Sorry, I didn't catch it either.
0: Uh, because Dex is besties with the Klingons, and they're like, wait, how how the heck? And she's like, oh, yeah, we we did the thing back in the day. And they're like, wait, what? But okay, like, you're okay. like, 20?
2: Yes. 20... Cor- or Kazon? Corzon? Cor- Kazon. Kazon, yeah. yeah.
3: That's
2: right. Kazon Dex.
3: Cardassian Dex. I'm what? messing up her name on purpose. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. wasn't as funny as <laughs> I thought it was going to be. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Never
3: mind. This
0: is Curzon. a Cardassian, Dax? Curzon. What?
3: Curzon. I mean, Cardassian. Curzon. I mean, oh, I'm just okay. <laughs> trying to mess up things <laughs> boom, boom. on purpose. That's not as clever as it sounded in my head. <laughs> hey, <laughs> anyway. <geez>.
0: yo. <clears throat> Let's go. Um, All right. So he, mm, mm, let me just... Okay. First of all, the Klingon district being Chinatown, I am like torn up on because yes klingons originally were like very much mongols and it, it's kind of a reference to that but also just um the visuals of it were like Chinatown with klingon stuck on it and uh yeah unfortunately i i'm also getting that kind of feeling that it's a general parody with star trek stuff on it rather than a star trek parody in many moments, and this mm. is one of those for me. Like, it, it was a Klingon district, and then they walked through Chinatown, and then they came out into... It was supposed to be an Andorian district, but it was like there was a Risa district in the middle of it, I guess, and then... By the way, how many times did they say Jemah Harong in this episode? Because it was absurd. It. Like, an seven. absurd <laughs> amount. I I think more. Yeah, I think more than that. Um, <laughs> The autobaj was funny, but also, like, kind of a weird reference to Majel... To Majel's character, uh, Troy's mom. So I'm like not sure how I feel about that one either. Uh, you know, she's like, I can tell that you want to bang me, Picard. <laughs> um, <laughs> da, 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 da. And I then the she was beautiful. Trick.
3: I was like, Picard, why are you having such a problem with this? She's she's a beautiful woman, and and she's 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 the mother of Troy. What are you what are you doing, Picard? Anyway, that's. that's <laughs> uh,
0: I feel like she's a little harassy. Like, back off, lady. Wait until he's off shift before you hit on him. <laughs> right. Don't do it in oh, front yeah. of his no. whole crew. Come on. Not in, in front, front of the harassment. dudes.
3: Or the crew. Okay,
2: Pre- yeah, not yeah, in front right. of
0: your daughter and uh, your daughter's boyfriend. True, unless, true, yeah, true.
2: Unless we're trying to prove to the Ferengi that I'm yours and not theirs. And then I'll come sit on your lap in the br- on the bridge and never, never oh, okay.
0: yeah.
3: oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.
2: Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not cool on the viewing screen, Troy's mom. Not cool on the viewing screen. <laughs>
0: well, yeah.
3: Um, I, I, I want to go first so that you guys can bring us back up from me being Debbie and, and, <laughs> and Stop Rumble saying Grimm. that
0: as if I'm not okay. down there with you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I hated so much. The Mariner's perfect, and she's got perfect at everything. Boimler sucks again at everything. Right down to the ending where I was like, oh no, they're going to do this, aren't they? Because like, Boimler's right, and oh god, oh god, did she set this up for him? And then like in the episode, she does the smirk. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is happening, isn't it? Where she's going to call up the Ferengi, and they're going to be like, we go way back. Thanks for making him look good. And I'm just like, uh. And um, then um, I was thinking about, I don't know if there's anybody out there who used to listen to my old podcast, HJE Radio. Um, but I was like, I've seen this done before, and I really loved it um, in a show called Comrider Kabuto, where there are these two guys, and they both can transform into a armored superhero to fight the monsters that are plaguing the city. And one of them like, is really freaking great at it. He's like a god at it. And the other one looks up to him so that there's a point where he – and then like, um, sometimes the one who's better beats up the younger one to make him stronger and learn that he has to stand on his own. But there's a point where the younger one was like, you know what? If you're so good, I don't need to do this. And maybe I should just support you. And he gave up his armor and he went into the kitchen and like, he just started being kind of subservient and stuff to the point where at the end of the episode, this one episode, uh, the strong one, let the weaker one get into a situation where no one was coming to save him. There's a monster was coming for him. And he had to take up his gun that, you know, he wasn't sure it was going to make the day. And then he's like, "Ah!" and and like, he stood up for himself and started shooting at the monster. And and like, it wasn't enough to take him, but the stronger guy has this super speed. He can kick in and like, he killed the super speed, the freeze frame. And the strong guy kicked the shit out of the monster exploded. and He ran off. And the younger one was like, I did it. And he learned this lesson of like needing to make sure that you are always your own hero. Like, Mm -hmm. don't give it up to someone else. And then, like, you know, the strong one never told him. And for that, it worked so much for me. And, like, I never forgot that scene. But I guess, like, I guess in this scene there's too much smugness about, like, not, like, (laughs) well, you know, I guess I have to do everything for him, it felt like, versus really trying to teach him a lesson of Mm -hmm. being strong on his own. So, yeah, (laughs) I hated this, what they did so much in this episode.
0: Yeah, let me piggyback on that so that we can get all the bad stuff out of the way before uh, the <laughs> two of you bring us back up. Yeah. Um, that annoyed the shit out of me, too, because just like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I can't understand. I I can't express to you how frequently this has been a message in my life where it's like, that dude has an ego. And now that uh, his ego's shaken, he's causing problems, like, um, Boimler all of a sudden isn't self-assured, so he's just, like, moping, and he's making more problems for her, etc., etc., etc. So she has to sacrifice her own ego and pretend to suck at something so that he can make fun of her, so that he can feel better again. Oh. And he just, like, says it to everyone, and he's just, like, a super bad loser, but anyway, she's the one who has to take the hit. Ha ha ha! Like, that's mm-hmm. fucking not funny. Okay? Nope
3: yeah he didn't learn anything he became a snob himself even yeah yeah i didn't like like the lady who
0: did her job perfectly has to just take the hit because otherwise the man will be insufferable cool (laughs) i love that messaging so yep uh sorry it's just that's one of the things that pisses me off so yep uh jay michael can you can you guys Uh, i'll I'll go next if that's okay (laughs) michael
1: um no, I'll, I'll, we're going to end with Jay because he's because I'm not quite uh, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I liked the episode overall, but I did think that was a little on the nose and kind of ridiculous. Um, the way they turned like had Boymiller. I'll learn how to say his name eventually. Um, he kind of went too far and just became like an asshole. You know when he was talking about it at the end. Um yeah. But I do love Mariner. Um, so I, she's a, she's a great character. I mean, I love that one line she said. Like I would be happy to handle you all your ass was just had me laughing. I I thought <laughs> <it> was hilarious. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I did think that was a little on the nose, but um, it was good seeing Mariner do her thing. I guess that's yeah. what I took from
2: it. Jay, Jay? all right. So <laughs> here, here's my take on that. So I agree that he was a, a poor winner. All right. I mean, making fun of someone or downing someone uh, is never, never okay. I mean, you know, it, it, that the end of that scene, I will admit, I was not that much of a fan of. Um, but leading up to that. Um, Again, this is life experience stuff. So mm-hmm. I, at a point in my life, was Boimler. So I had a, so I, I moved to California from Indiana. Uh, I was a very straight, very... I was Boimler. I, I was just super by the book. I was very... I, I would just... I didn't... I, there was no gray area. You know what I mean? Like, it was very mm-hmm. white and black. And I had a friend that basically was Mariner. And and I mean, first person that I ever drank with first person that got me into trouble, first person that got me to loosen up um, and kind of learn to enjoy life because I, I had it pretty rough, you know, and I was going through some really bad stuff. So, you know, he would do similar things that uh Mariner did right to, like, give me small wins. And I might with the way my self-confidence was obviously I was not one of those people that rubbed it in his face. Cause that is not okay. Um, and I was still insecure, but actually that scene kind of hit me because I was like, wow, I actually have a friend who was Mariner for me when I was Boimler back when I was like 14. And, uh, mm-hmm. to this day we still joke about it. Cause everyone's like, man, do you remember when you first got here from Indiana and how much square you were? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't know any better you know and he mm-hmm. he kind of opened my eyes to what life really was not the textbook of what life was supposed to be that i had been taught you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um yep. so i actually really that scene it it was different for me because i um i actually felt it and and i i had lived something similar to that and you know he uh mariner given boimler that small win i thought was a sweet gesture and it's something that i've had had people do for me in the past when okay. i was boimler <laughs> um so i did love that scene to be honest but i did not love the fact that he was a douche after yeah because that's not cool i mean i i never rubbed anything in my buddy's face now i will admit that i um I like there were psychologically some things where I was like jealous of him, and I like we fist fought and we definitely had our issues, <laughs> but I never rubbed wins in his face, you know what I mean? Yeah, rude. that's rude. Yeah, so anyway, um, <laughs> that's my take.
0: Cool. I uh, I'm going backwards in my notes for a sec, uh, on that plot line, mm-hmm. but um uh,
3: I love that uh, that view of it, that it is a gesture of love to help someone else out. That is a good way of seeing it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't like the way it was structured and written Mm -hmm. to just so Mm -hmm. strongly just tip it in, like, just all her. And Mm then uh, he can't even, like, do anything on his own. And just, like, even if he does, then it's because he's a fucking idiot. And then... (laughs) <laughs> he gets to be a dumbass afterwards about it. And then, oh, uh, well, it's just like,
0: guys. He'll I, never know, I guess.
3: Yeah, like, when, um like, uh, I was, like, uh, bringing up uh, Other Space. I like that show um, because everyone's an idiot. <laughs> and, like, the <laughs> only way they win the day is because each one of them has a strength that can compensate for the other. And they kind of help each other overcome their all their evolutionists like
2: Mm -hmm. all me and my friends and
3: everyone I live every every person I've ever met in life is like everybody has a flaw and they all mix together to create wins versus just Mm -hmm. one person has all the flaws and it takes one person to save the day. So yeah. yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Gotcha. Uh I was actually just going back for a joke. Um, when Boilner is freaking out, um, before she sets up the whole Ferengi thing. Oh, and also, I like they were the Ferengi thing was funny too because it was like him being like a TNG Ferengi, <laughs> uh, and then like actually being a DS9 Ferengi.
3: <laughs> um, good, good difference.
0: <laughs> good difference. Uh, but uh, when he was freaking out, and he's like. And I'm that person who goes off into a planet on their own for a science mission, and then I get eaten, and then they have to piece together what happened for my shaky visual logs. (laughs) Um, It it does remind me, I I mean, like that's a great Star Trek joke, but also, they already did that Star Trek joke in Galaxy Quest, with Guy freaking out and being like, I don't even have a last name! Uh, uh, it It was cute, but I've seen it before.
3: Anywho. And that's lower decks. It's cute, but I've seen it before. I'm a snob. <laughs> I'm a snob. No, oh, wait, I wasn't making it for you. I was making it for how I see it as well. Just I, then,
0: I know you were. i, <laughs> okay. I Oh my Sorry. god. <laughs>
3: it was how it could have sounded like. I was making Anyway.
0: Whatever. This is outstanding. You've got to be true to yourself. Bears! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that's not the right Rutherford, that is outstanding! <laughs> Um, it is certainly, like, a feel-good show, though. Like, I'll give it that.
3: Mm-hmm. I can... I'm... I appreciate I'm that going so to-
0: picky with satire, like... So, yeah, that's fair. Anything else to say about episode two?
3: Uh, oh,
1: I, I just, just want to bring up, I love the scene at the end between Tendy and Rutherford. Um, oh, yeah. Where she was watching the, the, the event that she went to on, on her pad, and he was doing She's work. Like, I thought that so was beautiful. nice. Yeah, I thought that was a nice <laughs> he's scene. he's like,
2: isn't it? Yeah. I wanna that was beautiful. I want to point in that I love that the Klingon gets hammered and throws up and steals the shuttle I mean we haven't even brought that up but that's like that's, oh yeah that's, that's true. amazing I mean it's like how Klingon <laughs> is that right
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and in fact they find him in the shuttle right outside of where he's supposed to be but he's not on the doorstep he's in the shuttle still <laughs> like right place kind of yeah <laughs> Made it by himself-ish.
1: <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, Michael? Yes. I didn't have anything more about this episode.
0: Okay. Um, and then just one, like, typical Star Trek thing, but I just want to point out that it's being done, if, that everyone uses their last names. It'd be really weird if they didn't, but yeah. I'm glad they do. Mm-hmm. Anywho, uh, so episode three. Yes. The pre- Pre intro bit um, has Boimler playing violin and Irish step dancing, which is incredibly difficult to do simultaneously. Um, And then Mariner takes over with like insanely loud stuff. Which I have I seen that joke already in Rick and Morty, or am I imagining that?
3: Maybe I feel Um, like I've seen the joke definitely somewhere before.
0: In any case, I'm impressed by Sound's ability to uh, transmit through space to a different um, ship loudly enough to do that. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so almost causes an incident to send the uh, security officer down, and then he breaks Boimler's violin. How did you guys feel about that?
3: Um, To start on the low note, I want to start on the low note. Uh, I... Uh, I'm uh, getting way too sensitive at uh, crap on Boiliner. so I was like ugh, again, but on paper I do like this, but I thought the joke was going to go in a different direction because wouldn't Klingons love death metal? So yeah. They're going to be like, what's this awesome stuff? And <laughs> then they get maybe offended at hearing the violin, but didn't go there, just went to and now I'm back, ah, oh, my violin! <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's funny, I
0: guess. Uh, yeah, since we're getting the bad stuff out of the way. I guess it's just gonna be me and Keith first, and then you two to pick us up. pick <laughs> up the like. I'm sorry, friends. We'll um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I... At the end of this episode, I always... I always all... Uh, we'll talk about that later. Whatever. Um, I thought that the violin and the Irish step-dancing was gonna be a reference to the fact that, like, almost every single show has had... Actually... Maybe all of them. All of the live-action shows, except maybe Enterprise, I don't recall, and the the new ones, obviously, uh, because they're not episodic. They've all had or made use of the actors' musical skills. Like, we've had Shakespeare productions put on, it, on the Enterprise, like uh,
2: opera, um, Data plays violin. string quartets, yeah.
0: you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a cute reference. And then Mariner takes over it seems specifically to cause an incident so that somebody would come over and break his violin and then everybody's like into it. And I was like, kind of offended by that. Um, like, uh, people who play violin and do Irish step dancing are so boring. Oh, thank God. Mariner saved us from Boimler being boring. Like what? This is exactly the kind of music that people in Star Trek played.
3: Yeah. And then, um, am I boring for liking
0: classical music? Like
3: rude. There's um there's this one YouTube channel that keeps on, like, doing comparison videos of, like, how they reacted in TNG era versus how CBS era re- reacts to things. And, um like, even when they didn't like something, like, there, I, I, there's, like, a clip I just saw recently where someone, like, was, I, like, they're doing some kind of performance. It might have been Barkley. Then they weren't doing it really well. But still in the audience, they're still very kind and attentive. Like, and politely like, laugh. get had, had to be taught a lesson to, like, hey, hey. Be cool. Be cool with this person, all right? But here, they're like, who's this fucking guy? And you're like, <laughs> all right, I get it. I get it. It's new Star Trek. So. But what do you guys think
1: Michael? of it? Michael? Um, Mike? I don't know. I, overall, uh, go ahead, oh, Jay. I was going
2: to say, go ahead, Michael. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like the... Overall, I didn't like the episode as much as the other two. But um, uh, as far as that scene, I mean, it was... I didn't really care for it either, but, um, uh, I don't know. It just, overall, this, this episode seemed like a step down from the other two. Um, <laughs> okay. as far as that's as hilarious. Humor.
3: Cause this is the first step up episode I've seen. Really? Oh shit! I, that's, that I, is hilarious. I, unexpected I, twist. Really? That's
0: I'm hilarious. with Michael on this one. Okay. Um, that's hilarious. I feel like this episode is a general, it is even more than the other ones. This is a general parody with Star Trek Painted on top, rather than a Star Trek
3: parody. Um, This one gets a, finally, like, a solid maybe C, and I'm being generous, but I Mm. I feel like I saw some more effort than I've seen up to this point. Mm. There was was some things I liked, but, yeah. Um, (laughs) And, like, I, I feel like it's, like, an inching toward, like, oh, okay, so... Now more the Mariner gets to do everything. Okay. And I appreciate that you guys uh, did this lesson about how not everyone needs to do things on like that tight schedule. I appreciate like working toward like a general lesson for everyone to learn and that I liked in um, like the, the title. Of, um, I'm not sure if that subverted my expectation, but I thought it was going to be a time dilation episode. Yeah. But so I didn't, did I. I didn't turn to that. So I just, I did, and then like I was like, uh oh, are they doing, they're doing the exaggeration of how long your job takes joke. Oh, but they're extending it into a full story to teach something. All Mm -hmm. right. That's, that's not nothing. There we go. That's, (laughs) they didn't just stop at that being the joke. So I liked that.
0: Oh, yes. Um, I liked, Same. I wrote down creative estimating uh, lower deck spring protocol together. Like I was excited about it. Uh, The, the like buffer time concept and the captain finding out that people are giving her buffer time all the time. Like (laughs) I was really excited about where it was going to go. But then it turned into uh, immediately like a, a corporate structure joke. Like um, you'll see this all the time in retail in. In uh, tech, oh, yeah, the, like just all the roles. way across, that the the people at the top have never done the job lower down, so they mm-hmm. have no idea how long stuff takes. However, all of these officers were once ensigns, so yeah. oh. it makes no sense for them to not know how long jobs take, because they have done them. They're not like uh, Daddy's rich son who was sent off to college and then immediately put into a position of power above other people. They've worked yeah. through the ranks. So the entire like concept of a uh, command has no idea how much time jokes take is very much a joke from our world, but not the Star Trek world to me. So it just you, made the entire episode feel not Star Trek.
3: You having this point of view is so thickly nerdy. I, I appreciate it. And I, I want to give you a hug. And, and, well, thank, and you. thank you. Thank you for going there. Um, And I fully agree with you. Uh, I just, like, to me, like, when it comes to this, I have to let it go because they aren't doing normal Star Trek. Uh,
0: Yeah, we just got in this from the opposite side last time we filmed an episode where you were like, it's not Star Trek. And I was like, yeah, I see this galaxy (laughs) quest.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, great, great way of seeing it. Um, Because I definitely didn't see it like that. I definitely saw the – because I've worked a lot of corporate jobs and it's just like – yeah, people are like you don't need buffer time. You need to just keep going, 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 going. And then all you see is just like exhausted people and yep. not a ship running well.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I I hate the. I did like that. Okay, I like there's uh I, I I liked um two Mariner things. Finally, I like the joke she made about we live on a starship. You're not going to die from a a a, a spear. <laughs> oh, yeah. i already laughed about that in the commercial but i liked that joke then i liked the move she did where she jumped up and kicked out all of her limbs at one time and hitting people i was like thumbs yeah, up on the fun. move and then she wasn't the one finally to save the day um and the last thing that i liked was the the double fist punch made me actually laugh out loud because he just kept <laughs> spamming it
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the only the
3: thing I didn't that I, I got my hate um, because I always hate this in fiction. People who treat each other like shit are attracted to each other. You know? Oh it's like, yeah, oh, God, mm,
0: yeah, a not good. a fan of that. Not not a fan of that. Oh well, I guess we're just going to cover the episode in general. So mm-hmm. um, let me just slide in there that there was a Delta shift joke. Yeah, um, is there a Delta ship on shift on this ship?
3: Um, I saw I saw a video that says it was a uh, a well done. Um, who's the dad Jericho Joe cap? Jericho is it? Jericho. Yeah, yeah it's delta. a Jericho
0: reference. Jellico. Yep. Jericho. It's a Jellico reference <laughs> uh, because only Jellico's ship has a Delta shift. And they think they're better than <laughs> everyone else. ba 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 Oh, uh, the Crystal Planet. There was an interesting moment where they're like, fall back! And I was like, why aren't you falling back into your shuttle?
2: <laughs> like yeah!
0: They went
3: away from the shuttle. They could have escaped. Um,
0: uh, and uh, I, did, I like
3: the crystal sword design a lot.
0: And I did like the line where she was like, ooh, surrounded by spears. Classic. What, am I Kirk Is this the 2260s? <laughs> All right. The 2260s. Oh, boy. That it's jo- the 60s that part of the joke
3: I like saying what if I Kirk was too on the nose for me of like you're there's all these starship captains who've done this you can't just if you watch the TV show me you make that joke it's yes. just a very
0: like TOS type shenanigan um
3: mm-hmm.
0: Keith you have to watch TOS before you can have an opinion on that come on
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there I'll get there
0: mm. I just like uh, some diplomacy ripping his shirt off
1: I did, like, Commander Ransom in this one. Um, mm-hmm. Towards the end, he reminded me a lot of uh, Futurama's Captain Zap, Zap Brannigan. Zap Brannigan.
0: Um, well, Zap yeah. Brannigan is a, is a parody of Kirk, so that yeah. makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. His
0: Jay? name's
3: Commander Ransom?
0: Yeah. Jack yeah, Command- Ransom.
3: That's funny. I like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think he'll get ransomed at some point? I hope so. <laughs> he better.
3: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> or since he's, like, a Starship captain, I imagine it's happened, like, 18 times already. So.
0: Mm. Oh, and I was complaining earlier about the, the command has no idea how much things take thing, but I did appreciate that they were also sticking to the like crazy-ass schedule. That was nice. Like Everybody has to do it.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Jay,
0: I feel yeah, like let's, we, let's we haven't let you talk for a bit.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Um, okay, first off, back to the beginning of the episode, I think it's funny that... When he came and broke the violin, there was a broken electric guitar on the floor and he didn't even look at it. He was just like, give me that violin. <laughs> that was funny. Um, the Let's see. I love that Boimler, like this episode was basically brought out the best of him because he is so like strict. You know what I mean? So I love mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I love that everyone's freaking out. And he was like, this is the best week of my life. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was like, yeah, it's
0: power walking down yeah. the corridors while everybody's exhausted. Yeah.
2: And then as far as the like not knowing how how long stuff takes, I, I didn't even think of what you guys had brought up as far as everyone had been an ensign because I worked in the automotive and motorcycle field for a while. And uh, mm-hmm. the way that technicians do things is corporate basically says it takes this long to do a job to replace a transmission to you know, re- uh, re- replace these, you know, gaskets or whatever. And if the technician can do it quicker, they get paid for the full time. They just basically can make more because, you know, if they if they can do it faster than what's given in the book, then they can do more jobs in the same amount of time and make more money. And um, it's funny because I didn't even think about the Ensign thing because I went back on my experience in automotive and motorcycle and the fact that you know corporate kind of says this is how long something takes and what's funny is sometimes it's absolutely wrong and it takes longer and sometimes it's wrong and it takes less so it's like who who are these people that that make the rules of how long something takes you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it 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 was different because i actually thought more about real real life stuff than i did Star Trek stuff, which I guess. Explains ah, see, that's exactly, exactly. what I was that, saying. That's what that, he explains, yeah. So, um, I just, a lot of it, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, I love that the captain was was all messed up too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. like, she's the one.
0: Yeah, if you're going to make those people do it, you got to do it which too. Is
2: right. That's how it should be, you know, you, you know, from the top down. I mean, that's, you lead from experience, you, you, lead, you, you lead by example. Um, mm-hmm. so it was just, I, it's funny. Cause I actually, I thought it was a good and funny episode. And, you know, I think that, I don't know. I, I just, I didn't, I guess in typical Jonathan fashion, I didn't overthink it. Um, I thought, <laughs> I, you know, I thought it was funny and I, I don't, I hope I'm not jumping ahead too far, but at the very end where they're like the most, um, and then the most important yeah. person, it, where who's most likely the most important person in starfleet history chief miles o'brien I love <laughs> that. yes that I guy did good laugh out of me
3: i love that <laughs> I shout out yeah. like that's genuine laugh
2: loud. it's good just one. him with like that face his solemn face where he's just like at a transporter pad like uh and he's at a transporter yeah, yeah, pad yeah, i know <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> her transporter controls and i'm like this is hilarious Yes, like not even DS Nine O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I <laughs> so I mean, like the episode was good, and I think you know the lesson is like, hey, buffer time exists for a reason. People need to be able to. I mean, there was like a a little bit of a lesson in there, you know, like everyone needs to have mm-hmm. a little bit of breathing room. You can't just mm-hmm. do things one after another without having breaks. Yeah, that's you know, like mm-hmm. it's 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 important to have that self-reflection time you know so mm-hmm. all right that's it <laughs> amen brother thank
3: you well said like i i enjoyed the miles o'brien joke a lot yeah and also liked um that the captain was stringing herself out but also i did really like that she actually could do all the jobs mm-hmm. because she's has oh, yeah. her way there so that yes does, let me do it mm-hmm. and then i was like uh oh is she gonna fuck up because like she's oh wait no no you're Starfleet. Yeah, you should be able to do that. And she was able to actually yeah. do it, but pushing herself too hard. So I did like that.
2: And I know it's overdone, and mm-hmm. and it, it's, you know, the whole, like, you know, um, the two people being attracted to each other that are mean to each other kind of thing. Um, but I did laugh at it, because I love that she was just like, oh, that's kind of hot. Oh, my God. No, did I just say that? Mm-hmm. Ah. Like, don't say it. Don't, don't ah. do that. And then he was yeah. like, oh. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hot. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, that's the funny. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. funny part is the reaction. You know what I mean. Like, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I did absolutely laugh. I was like, "Ah, uh, that's funny." <laughs> he stabbed her. He there stabbed her in the foot, there. and then she's like, "Oh, that's kind of hot." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I think I did laugh at this foot stab. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I I liked and disliked at the same time. Because it was unexpected to go that far, but once again, I always hate that you freaking stab someone that doesn't, shouldn't create attraction, but ha ha ha, I didn't expect an actual bloody stabbing, so you got me <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs>
0: um. Uh, yeah, I feel two kinds of ways, there's bits of, bits of the scenes between the two of them that I, I really like or uh, the way the things are formulated that I thought were really funny like she shows off his scars and she's like how many scars do you have and he's like none and then at the end when you're in sickbay she's like I could just fix those <laughs> and it makes it more clear that it's not that the commander hasn't fought ever it's just that he always gets his scars fixed because he wants to look like a gleaming
2: Oh, I love that
0: also like oh. the Kirk references where he's just like rips his shirt off and he's like big and bulky and like literally oily they made him look like he was <laughs> glistening I was like
1: all right I love that and
0: then he just went in and did the the Kirk maneuver with the the double <laughs> the yes. double-handed yes. Yeah. fist for literally the entire fight Bam I,
2: just over, um, over I don't know again. for sure but it sounded like a few times he was he said Kirk chop Kirk chop and I was like oh, probably that's I I believe yeah. it um The downsides to those
0: scenes for me were like, yeah, the mutual attraction now that we're being jerks to each other in a different way. Oh, I didn't realize you could stab me in the foot. That's hot. Uh but also, um dang it. When you're about to say something and then you forgot what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, uh the aliens that entire section of Alien felt a lot more like Rick and Morty aliens than Star Trek aliens. Mm -hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. Everything Sorry. about this feels Rick and well, Morty. Well, because they do second contact. They don't do first contact. So, it's, they, you know, that's, like that's uh, the way that I explain that in my head is that they get the missions for the aliens that would be Rick and Morty aliens because they're the the <laughs> second or third, you know, like uh, what, second string, third string? Like, they're not they're not the the starters. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they're, they're not the A team sure. or
0: the B team. <laughs> um, but let me point out that um, the tendency for us to meet an alien and then make an assumption about them, about the way they're constructed based on other sci-fi, and then for the alien to be like, oh, it's not like this at all. For example, the big scary beast who's like, oh, actually, I'm really smart, I just pretend to be dumb so other people like mm-hmm. me. Like, that's very Rick and yeah. Morty, that's not very yeah, Star Trek. I agree. I
2: agree. Uh, I, was- um,
3: I also did like that um, once you let Starfleet's uh, uh, soldiers, or crew do their thing that they can steamroll anybody i like that they're like
0: especially with right. spears i mean my god
3: <laughs> what was that
0: especially people with spears i mean my
2: god yes
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're getting beat down with tablets like we're, <laughs> <laughs> that was we're getting taken
2: over by spears wait a minute no what oh <laughs> you know what i did want to bring up is uh the commander and how when she was like you know show me your where are your scars how many scars do you have and he was like and it's funny because he goes, none, you know that. And I'm like, how would she know that? But then <laughs> it makes sense hey. with the whole like, hey, I could get rid of those scars for you. No. So, you know, it, it made sense after that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I, have I, scars. I, that. I must look like a gleaming man.
3: <laughs> I would missed it. I thought that he didn't have scars because he hadn't done anything.
0: That's the impression they want to give you, and then you're supposed to realize that you're wrong later on in the episode, Keith. Well,
2: and, yeah. Oh, Didn't you realize dad, you were wrong? Jeez. Well, and the, nope, I missed and the it. fact that he specifically says, you know that. I don't have any. You know that. I mean, that's, that's. So, mm-hmm. Did you sleep together? Well, that's, or, yeah, oh, ex- oh, yes, medical. Oh, okay, exactly. okay. That's, <laughs> that's where I was like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would make yeah. sense. He's the Kirk slash Riker. Mm-hmm.
3: I read it completely wrong then. When, he, when I thought he was saying, you know that, because I haven't done anything ever in my life, is what I <laughs> thought that was going for. And then also, uh, he's a badass, but then, like, I used my usual Star Trek, way I see Star Trek, is that anyone in Starfleet is also usually a master martial artist, so that uh, any Kai alien who isn't trained would get beat down by him, especially
0: using his double fists. Well, if you're a commander, anyway. If, if you're an ensign or a crewman, then, like, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll tell your yeah, family that they loved you, or something.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, whoops. Anyway. But yeah, see, um, I don't hate everything. Yay. Yay.
0: As for the Boimler storyline, um, Keith, you'll be very happy to know that I have this note. Mm-hmm. Does Boimler not getting rewarded become a thing? Because boo. Hmm.
3: I also didn't notice he didn't get rewarded.
0: Uh, He gets rewarded with something he hates. Oh,
3: yeah. His name is attached
0: to, like, literally the opposite of the person that he is. Mm -hmm. Like, he did all of this. He's the person who saved the ship, and his reward sucks. Like, I don't like that Meg stereotype. You know, that family guy has a Meg, that uh, community has a Pierce. Like, Pierce sucks, don't get me wrong. But uh, that uh, Parks and and Rec has that Jerry. Like, I don't like that. That's a thing that we do in comedy, and I really don't want that to happen with Boimler, where every single episode ends with, like, Boimler's doing something stupid. Boimler, uh, like, I don't remember how the first one ended, but the second one ended with him laughing about, uh, like, oh, she didn't realize it was Ferengi, when, like, clearly it was a Ferengi, like, obviously she was lying. And then Mm -hmm. this one, like, Boimler was the laziest Starfleet officer ever! Like, yikes. (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully um, they get away from that. But, like, that the, the, the he yeah. got a win at all this time was kind of nice, because the thing that makes him annoying in the certain circumstance made him finally normal, which I appreciate that at all. Mm-hmm. Some of it felt like very Lisa Simpson, where mm-hmm. when she's in her element, then she can really flourish. But when she's, like, around a bunch of slackers and idiots, it, she seems like the odd one out. Mm-hmm. So, I liked that, so that he finally was able to succeed ever at anything.
0: Yeah, that was nice. I just wish that he'd been celebrated for it, instead of it being kind of a joke at the end of the episode.
3: I yeah. feel we saw some progress at the things that were complaining about this episode. So Okay, good, good. Keep going, guys, please.
0: Michael J.,
1: uh, Michael J. Fox. What? Shane Wolf. No, I I like.
0: Yeah. Are, I are like, you, the Fox Boys. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay.
1: No, I I, I like it overall. Uh, not as much as the first two, but um, and yeah, I hope the Boy doesn't become the Meg of the show because that's, and I just don't like that. But um, I, I see it. I see it growing. I think the fourth episode is going to unite us all together. All the four hosts, and we're going to love it. And, and you know, <laughs> magic drink, number four. Yeah, magic number four. Four or four.
3: What's Jay, next What next episode? Did you think? Do we know?
0: Oh, sorry. I don't know. What's that? I yeah, never watched sure. the next episode things.
2: I, I liked it. I mean, I didn't, you know, it's not my favorite episode, but it's, I, I didn't. Which one is your favorite episode so, so far? far? <sighs> Let's see. Good question. Um... There's only been yeah, three. I don't know. Like, I, I, <laughs> I just, I just know that this isn't it. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, the first one. How about, <laughs> the that? How about was, that? The yeah. first one was my favorite um, so far. But uh, I did like it. I thought it was funny. I, as always, didn't think too much about it, and I just enjoyed the stupid humor. Um, the it's funny because at the end with the whole like you know Boimler being the you know like laziest you know most distinguished Starfleet officer you know buffer time Mm -hmm. guy um it's you know him becoming known for something it's almost like Mm. a win but not (laughs) you know i mean that that was funny you Mm. know i mean they're like they're they're doing their job it's funny they're throwing in all the star trek you know um funny stuff and 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 call call outs and shout outs and what i think's cool about that in a not in a non um overthinking way is how many people are going to google okay how many people aren't familiar with tng or aren't familiar with ds9 or whatever but are going to watch this cuz it's funny and then they're going to google who's miles o'brien or why you know like why does he fight with the double fists or you know what i mean like it's it's going to they're going to they're going to be people that are like i want to know what this is about cuz this sounds kind of fun yeah. you know so i mean it's again it's it's business it's cool because it's bringing more people to star trek which is amazing I agree. Yeah. Is it because the jokes
0: are very Star Trek centric, and I'm not sure the show would hold somebody who's never watched Star Trek? Or
2: would they
3: watch it um, because of the show? That one. That one sci-fi writer's daughter, she liked it, oh, and that got her into regular Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So, All right,
0: then. Cool. It's,
3: it's yeah. possible. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers across. Although I see the dark future. You will not see any more of CBS Star Trek like this after the last season of Discovery. You will not get a season two of Picard and um Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds will not happen.
2: Okay, you're okay, fired. We'll see.
3: Um, that's <laughs> right.
0: Let me put that down for the list of. Uh... Yeah,
3: not not what I want. Okay, it actually is what I want. I'm sorry.
2: Damn. Uh, but but
3: like, uh, I'm reading the cards and the, what podcast? is in the sky. um yeah the things that i'm seeing are that um lord Dex doesn't cost any money to make and uh discovery and picard aren't blowing up and they are crazy expensive to make Mm -hmm. so i do see them saying all right stop we gotta like regroup and find what does make money keep making the cheap stuff that's animated and we'll keep our licenses that way but I see a change coming soon. I don't...
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. well, uh, the downer's noted. Uh... Oh, oh, I mean, I mean and, and 18 more seasons for all of them,
3: because <laughs> everybody loves it, and it's very popular.
2: <laughs> well, on the, on the flip um, side, I gotta, I gotta say, I see a different future. I see a future where now, mm-hmm. TV and movies can coexist, and it's going to expand the universe again, because they have to, to stay relevant compared to Marvel, compared to Star Wars. They're gonna have to, all right, gonna we'll have see. to invest they're going to have to invest and they know that it's a business thing so i don't think they're going anywhere because the star trek fan base is already huge how many people go to um conventions how many people like love mm-hmm. love star trek already so they've already got a built-in fan base it's their job now to take that and to grow it and that's going to take money and it's going to take commitment and they know that so i mean i think i think that the future is going to be good uh, you know there're going to be movies there're going to be tv shows Possible crossover stuff. Who knows? Because now that CBS and Viacom have merged again, it's like all all options are on the table now, which hasn't been true for a while.
3: But can I, is it is it is it, is, it, is like um, me saying this that much of a downer? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't, yeah. It's not meant to be a downer. Like, I, I to me, I like watching this kind of stuff. Like, it's like sports mm-hmm. to me. Ooh. I like seeing how um, business works and reactions yeah. and whatnot. So, like, the the other side of it is that, like, um, the merchandise for this isn't selling. Um, licensors don't want to sell it because mm-hmm. they see the fan backlash. And then, like, uh, the short tracks have been released on YouTube, but, like, no one's watching them. So, um what happened with Microsoft and Mixer? Like, they're like, we're in. We're gonna spend all this money to make it big. But then, after a certain amount of time, like, the, uh there was no growth, and like because of the lack of growth, they had to cut their losses and then regroup and rechange so that they could find the formula that does have exponential growth, and this new kind of Star trek hasn't had that
2: well, I mean I understand, but this is a selfish thing because i I want to be able to watch Star Trek like I would like for a Star Trek show to be on all year, not the same show, but I would like to be able to mm-hmm. watch a new Star Trek episode. It's, uh, you know, every week, every two weeks or whatever um throughout the year, because Star Trek is what I would prefer to watch. I would drop every streaming service, every streaming service. If I had Star Trek to watch consistently, that would be my go to. I would literally not even I'd probably never log in Netflix if I had something new Star Trek related <laughs> to watch all the time. So, I mean, you know, Fair and that, that's that's me it's it's a selfish thing but i that's why i have an opposite viewpoint because in my like heart i hope that they do that do that because i really want more star trek i want i want star trek all the time all the time i that's all i want to watch if it's available oh, oh <laughs> Jay, i want he, yeah
0: good I, I
2: just
0: i just want to point out though uh, uh that like uh keith's more likely to be the person to guess what happens in the future since he just like listed a bunch of stuff that I'm not watching and you're like entirely deciding on like what you want. So I admire your optimism, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I've written down what both of you have said and whoever gets this correct, like I, I'm going to send you a (laughs) t-shirt,
3: but, um, uh, I'm not saying exactly what I want. Although, yeah, I'll I'll admit this is what I do want because like I want Star Trek too. But I just want better. To, uh, what I see is better Star mm-hmm. Trek, um, where I see the explosion of someone's like I've always wanted to tell this story, and then the expansion of my imagination. Yeah, there's of, so
0: many people out there who were dying to write Star mm-hmm. Trek. I don't, I yeah, don't know,
3: and not chase Game of Thrones yeah. or Star Wars or nah, Rick and I Morty. Understand. Just.
2: Like, give me a new science fiction. And well, things.
0: they're not chasing and Rick about, and Morty. Rick and Morty is their style.
2: Yeah, the Orville. Yeah. I have to go to the Orville. How about you watch the uh, original Star Trek, and then you can talk about new Star Trek? Because technically, that's yeah YouTube. So I mean, you know, let's yeah. now that <laughs> I'm running out of <laughs> no, Star Trek. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just, playing oh, no.
0: I'm just
3: poking fun. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm good with uh, old stuff that's new to me.
0: Keith only has one episode left. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no. I mean I and like I I, mean, I, 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 I deserve whatever I get because I made fun of Stargate and like I laughed at their cancellation because I was like, <laughs> F this show. I should have got more Far Escape, I don't know why they keep doing it and oh god. Oh I mean god. don't get me wrong, like I love you Stargate. Like I, like I know
2: that <laughs> I'm probably not right, but it's what I want to happen. So I know Keith. Keith has that's points fine, and, and I and I recognize his points. And I recognize that he has valid points and I'm just not an optimist. Yeah, but the thing is that's that's <laughs> right. not what I want. What I want is more Star Trek. So that's what I'm going to hold to until I'm proven wrong. You know, and, and it's it's All not right. a realistic mm. thing. It's just what I what I want. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I
3: have been learning because of the the fall of Star Wars has taught me that um there's definitely so much enjoyment you can get out of bad, what what I consider bad fiction. So, if it does keep going, I'm actually cool with it. Like I've seen YouTubers make some of the greatest art I've ever seen because of their anguish from the fall of Star Wars, or because how bad we some of us saw Picard. Like uh, my my favorite YouTube channel, Red Letter Media, mm-hmm. did such an amazing review and and, and tearing tearing apart of Picard that was all about the love of Star Trek. That like I've watched it more than once, so. Mm. I'm good either way. Like, if, if you can do new realms of like science fiction that blew my mind, that's good. I still have the Orville, which is doing that. If you don't, that means my other artists will reflect back the love that still exists. And I could have either funny the way. And then, like, also bad fiction makes for better conversation. That's true. We'll find out if it does once we get to Undiscovered Country and I have just, just oodles and oodles of love all over. That perfect <laughs> freaking movie. It is. It is good. Okay.
0: Movie, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Any last thoughts? No.
3: Um, no.
1: Do, 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 do. Do.
3: Keep going. I think I think that Lord X is going in the right direction. So <laughs> my fingers are crossed.
1: Like I said, it's episode four is going to do. It's going to bring us all together.
2: Sounds Mark good. my words. Talk about <laughs> optimism.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
3: Your final thoughts,
2: Breen?
0: Uh, mm, I'll keep watching. It it feels kind of general right now.
3: If <laughs> I <Probably> have to.
0: <laughs> it, it's difficult to do a parody that's this specific.
3: It's, You're not feeling... what? How do you feel about the direction? Do you feel it's going in a direction at all of improvement?
0: Um... I, the the first episode was still the one that I was most excited for after it ended, because it was very much like the setup and like, what might happen? Uh, in episode two and three, I haven't seen much development. Both of them were pretty much like, um, Mariner thinks that she knows exactly what she's doing and at the end may or may not have to eat her words. Um, in this case, she did, which was nice, because that shows that Mariner might have some character growth. I'm not super excited about the, the Mariner commander being hot for each other in this yeah. situation, but like it shows that there might be some character movement. Um I'm just really right now real anxious that it's gonna turn into a shit on Boimler uh thing.
1: Yeah.
0: So depending on how they treat the Boimler storyline, it's gonna kinda branch off in both directions for me.
3: Fingers are crossed. Fingers I'm are very crossed.
0: I'm hoping for more character development. If there's more character development, I will like it. If there isn't I won't. That's it.
3: There, Cool. Mm-hmm. Right there with you. Yeah. Thank
0: you. I am hoping for All character right. development because uh, the great thing about episodic, which this is, is that they have time. So.
3: The, uh, I'm right there with you. That last episode showed me some character of movement and dynamicisms. So right. Keep going. Yeah,
0: keep going. <laughs> keep looking up. What? what? Oh, the episode's Thanks, over Keith now. All right, bye. For- <laughs> 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 okay. But no, I guess that
3: is the end then. It is. <laughs> oh, oh, uh the last thing I did love was um seeing the ship glide through space TNG style. I loved seeing that. that oh. was yeah. Cool. yeah,
0: that
3: was nice. All right. Yeah, I'm out.
2: I'm done. All right. On uh, that uh, note. Hey. Jay already said it. <laughs> well, it, it's, yeah, not, it's official not official until yeah, unless he says it. it. I said it as a joke.
3: I guess as a I, joke. no, 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 no. It's it, it, I guess we're done. No, we're done now because no. Jay said it. Jay said <laughs> it. Jay. Everybody keep Looking up. (laughs) Yay! There There it is. is. (laughs) Goodbye. All right. Rock on. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See you guys on the next Starship.